Hey, Jesus Time family, welcome back to Jesus Time, where we get to talk about everything that Jesus tells us in our time with Him. You guys, I am still in the book of Acts, and it is still so exciting. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Today, just this morning, I read Acts 16. I'm just going to jump in, I'm going to read it, and then I'm going to tell you why I felt so excited about this passage. We are meeting up with Paul in the midst of his missionary journeys. He and Silas are going everywhere, telling people about Jesus. And this is one of those times. So Acts 16, we're going to start in verse 13. On the Sabbath, we went a little way outside the city to a riverbank where we thought people would be meeting for prayer. And we sat down to speak with some women who had gathered there. One of them was Lydia from Thyatira, a merchant of expensive purple cloth who worshiped God. As she listened to us, the Lord opened her heart and she accepted what Paul was saying. She and her household were baptized and she asked us to be her guests. If you agree that I'm a true believer in the Lord, she said, come and stay at my home. And she urged us until we agreed. (laughs) You guys, I love Lydia so much right now. I feel uh, connected to her in her (laughs) extra-ness. Can you just imagine her urging them until they accepted? Uh, That's so cool. What is remarkably cool in addition to that is, guys, I... Just this woman, Lydia, she she was already a businesswoman. She already worshipped God. She already had a prayer group, but she didn't know Jesus. And Paul came, told her about Jesus, and boom, she accepted what he had to say. She, in, in modern terms, she got saved. And, and... Uh, it says that she and her household were baptized. Um, this is a common phrase that happens a lot when people get saved in the book of Acts. Um, they get baptized and their whole household. I, I don't quite know what the connection is or if there was something in the culture that that was much more um, tribal than individual. So if one person of your people did something, then you all did something. I don't know, but I think that's kind of cool. So the thing that struck me was later on in the same chapter, chapter 16, um, after they agreed to stay with her, the scene shifts and they were just going from place to place, sharing the gospel. They were imprisoned. The prison doors opened The guard thought they escaped. He was going to kill himself. Paul said, no, no, don't kill yourself. We're still here. Then the guard got saved, him and his whole household. So that's super cool. And then at the very end of the chapter, it says uh, in verse 40, when Paul and Silas left the prison, they returned to the home of Lydia. There they met with the believers and encouraged them once more. Then they left town. Okay, this is where I I was like, wait, what just happened? What just happened? 
So I did a little bit of research, not a lot of research, but I, I researched what was the, uh, what was the start? Who was the founder of the Philippian church? Because Lydia and these group of women were praying right outside of Philippi. And then at the end, she hosted believers where Paul came and encouraged them. And you guys, this woman, this woman was a founder of the church of Philippi. Guys, it's not just me saying it. It's in the scriptures. Now, I I, I don't want to get into the weeds in terms of like, women's roles and can a woman be a pastor? I'm not going to go there. Um, I, I still believe scripturally that the specific tiny little office of elder is restricted to qualified men, but I don't think it means what the world think it means. And so maybe I'll do a podcast about that at some point, but I do know, I do know that God uses women to start churches. God uses women to pray. God uses women to host. God uses women to urge people to stay with them. And I, it, on that, on that level, on that note, that is what encouraged me. Um, I get to work with a lot of women. I get to encourage and help develop a lot of women in their spiritual gifts and in ministry. And there's not a whole lot that gets me more excited than that. Um, And I know just because of experience and just books I've read and researched that a lot of times women in church feel they can't do certain things. Um, And every time I read the scriptures, and I mean the entirety of scriptures from Genesis to Revelation, I do it every year, 10 out of 10 recommend. I am always surprised and encouraged and activated uh, and inspired by how the scriptures show me that God uses women, how women get to know God and help other people know God. Um, And just the example of Lydia is one of those incredible and inspiring examples. And so I, man, I'm, I'm energized and I'm excited And I hope that if you are uh, a sister in Christ, that you do not feel limited, but that you feel excited to seek God, just like Lydia did in prayer, even prayer with friends, and let God show you and explain to you what is next for you in his kingdom. Man, that's exciting. That's exciting. You guys, I hope that if you're a brother in Christ, that you can be excited for your sisters and understand that um, as sisters in Christ, we are running alongside you and that we are to shoulder, we are shoulder to shoulder on mission, on mission. So uh, guys, I love the scriptures. I love Jesus. I love my times with Jesus. I hope you do too. God bless.